welcome to episode 107 of the CGM podcast. And I'm sad to say that I'm back hosting because, you know, Wayne was doing a pretty no, good I'm job there. Sad. I'm not sad about this. This is good. Oh, I thought you did a pretty, you're pretty entertaining. You're way uh, more entertaining than I am. Uh, 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 oh, that's funny. I think we should start splitting the duties. I will introduce and do the outro and then you can just handle the middle. Uh, you handle the filling. Is this just your way of saying that it's because I'm like poofy and insubstantial? It's like <laughs> no. filling, like whipped cream. It's, like, but it's just light and fluffy. Well, the Oreo filling's kind of heavy. You could be Oreo filling. Oh, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I just got compared to like Oreo cream stuff. I don't know how I feel about that. Ew. Who like, does anyone actually hate that wow, stuff? Oh, this podcast just got rated AO. Sort of well. You know, no one hates you, that stuff, so you're fine. I guess that's true. Everybody likes it for different reasons. I'm just a little concerned about which reasons are the ones that are you know like being invoked. It doesn't matter. Everyone yeah, likes anyway, it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, like yeah. I'm the, lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's probably for the best. That just means that, that just means that you're an innocent, which I clearly am not. Yeah. Oh, I think I. Yeah. I think I hear my, Phil my coming mind down the hallway. Went to like deep dark places, and it's like, what is that, Phil? Oh, oh. Could it be Phil? I think Phil's just it's about. Like, oh my God! Is that okay? So we've got to do the cheers thing. It's like, yay, well, it's just afternoon, woo! everybody. It's like, yay! It's Phil. We just started, and Phil walked Phil is in. Here. Awesome. Okay. Good timing. All right, thank you, Phil, for joining us. And Phil is hosting. Because <laughs> nice I'm not doing it. Nice you got a again. I did. Yes, by, by haircut, you mean I shaved my head. Myself. Yeah, pretty much. And yes, that's exactly what happened. All right, we haven't even done introductions yet, Phil. It's, uh, that's yeah. awesome timing for you. Good timing. So to my left is like the uh, the new, well, I guess you're not really a new intern anymore. The, the intern. intern. An intern. He's the old intern. Cody Orm? The senior yeah. intern, yeah. 65-year-old guy just came along and said, I want to intern. And we're like, do we have to pay you? Really. No? Okay. Just wake him up from just his naps. Waste, exactly, yeah. Waste time during retirement. No, 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 it's great, because if he's got Alzheimer's, you can just keep telling him, no, you didn't actually do that job yet. Oh, okay, I guess I better do it again. It's like, no, five minutes later, you didn't do that job. You still well, we already it. paid you, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we have our uh, Oreo filling, Wayne. Yep. That's your new yep, name. Because I was compared to Oreo cream. Based on what? I don't know. <laughs> it's like we really don't need to rehash that no. conversation, but it was just like, yeah. Everyone loves that stuff. Everyone loves Wayne. It's a fine analysis. See, I would argue oh, okay. with the everyone loves Wayne part. I'd argue with the everyone loves that stuff part. Yeah. Really? Okay. You know of people who don't like the middle of Oreos? I'm certain there are people. I don't know. Those of are them. the weirdos of society. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm Do we want to know those people? people? Yeah. Exactly. The only people who don't like it are communists and atheists. Full <laughs> <laughs> stop. <laughs> See? That's it. So true. if you're just some kind of pinko commie that thinks that cookies belong to everyone, then I guess maybe you don't I'm like an Oreos. I'm yeah. an atheist, and I love Oreos. Okay. In fact, I wish so you, you just proved my point even further. No, I didn't. I just proved that I like it. Yeah. Not the world. And of course, that's Phil. Yeah, that's yeah. me. That's Phil. Phil M. Wandering in off the street cinema with no hair. Yeah. Being late. Phil M, silly. Cinema Phil, well, Movie Guy late, Phil. Right. No. All right, so this week we'll start off with news, and I'm sure Wayne has some news because Wayne always has news. Yeah, we've we've got some news. Um, on a, we'll we'll start off with like the not so important but not very surprising news, which right. is that you know it's like Elder Scrolls Online, the console version, the console versions have been delayed by six months. What? That's to the surprise of no one. 
But that's still, no, I, I figured, like, it's been delayed, you know, yeah. two months. No, six months. months. No, yeah. it's, it's six it's, months. It's, it's going to be six months now before we see the Xbox One and the PS4 version. Is versions. that because yeah, the beta like, was so horribly broken? I, I think it's probably just because they realize, you know, it's like, oh, wait, we thought that we could kind of half-ass this on the consoles and everybody would All be okay with that. But then Square went and they actually made Final Fantasy XIV work pretty well on consoles. So, you know, we're in trouble now. So, yeah, as a result of that, they're, like, delaying it. Or, well, for whatever reason, they're delaying it, and it's not coming out for six months. Although, I don't know whether anybody here actually cares too much about that. Does anybody? Uh, no, I'm not. I mean, that mumble trail says it all, yeah. right? <laughs> well, okay, Phil, how, how do you actually feel about, you know, the Elder Scrolls, like, you know, Skyrim, Oblivion series? Like, you actually, you ever actually like, played I, those I, games? I, like, I, I recognize that they're very interesting. There was a time when I was super into RPGs. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's just purely a time situation. Okay. I know I would love them. Positive of it. I also know that um, either A, my entire life would disappear, mm-hmm. or B, I would play such a small fraction of them, they would not even be worth okay. considering it. See, because for... Um, my wife, who is actually a gigantic Elder Scrolls fan, mm. her biggest issue with this is that she feels they should have just gone the Borderlands route and, like, you know, just had a small co-op game with, like, you know, two or three other people that you could play along with. Gotcha. As opposed to, like, 10,000 people. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it basically is the difference between feeling like, you know, you're a member of the Justice League mm-hmm. versus feeling like you're just another cog in Rent-A-Hero Machine. With, right. Like, you know, 50 million other heroes running around going, I too am supposed to save the magical land. Gotcha. Along with those other 50,000 guys who are all hacking at rats out in the forest for yeah. the meager XP. Only one can save them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, that's that's it. Do you have more interesting news? Because that wasn't very interesting. No, no, that that's oh, just the, it was, was going mean. to happen. No. <laughs> the, uh, were, the, were you interested, Cody? Okay. You didn't say not, anything the whole really. time. No, no the, the, the interesting news for me, the one that I'm really pushing hard, though, is like, you know, Harmonics. He's doing right. a Kickstarter for Amplitude. Am I the only one that cares about this? No, Amplitude. This. No. Amplitude. A M P L I T U D E. Amplitude. The Kickstarter part is the weird part. Yeah. That's the weird okay, part. Okay, but but you know it's, it's like harmonics. Ampli- Amplitude was one of the first games that actually put harmonics on the map. Um, it was an amazing game. You control the ship. There was crazy music playing. But, like, Stuff was coming down the track, and then you would shoot it, and then it would add to the Isn't music. Isn't that just taking advantage of, you know, Harmonix fans? Because asking them to help fund it? Well, see, There's a bit of an ethical thing. It's mm. kind of... Well, see, this, this, this is the part where it gets all weird, is that, okay, it's a strange situation with this, because the reason that they can actually say we're kickstarting Amplitude is because Sony actually owns the IP. But they went... Harmonix, that is, went to Sony, and they said we want to make this game and Sony is like well you can make this game but we're not going to pay for it um, so Harnomonics was like well then can we go to Kickstarter and they're like yeah you can do that you know it's like legally you're in the clear we're not going to sue you if you do that so huh. that's basically what's happening is that if it actually comes through it's going to be a PS3 PS4 exclusive and you know apparently one of the stretch goals if it actually surpasses the mark is it'll be available on the Vita as well which I think would be a good move oh, don't spoil us yeah but <laughs> But yeah, it's it's going to be PS3, PS3, PS4 only because Sony still actually owns the rights. It's just that Harmonix can't really put the money together and Sony isn't willing to front it. So they're kind of like falling back on the fans and saying, we need $775,000 to make this. Which is not a ton of money compared to the yeah. budget of Call of Duty, for example. 
yeah, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they Activision went and tried to kickstart Call of Duty? Oh my god, well, yeah. The thing is, I they could probably do it. I remember a few years ago, maybe it was something that was just tossed out there, but I read that, like, the, I, it might have just been a theory, like, what if Peter Molyneux <laughs> did a Kickstarter? He might have actually tried, I can't remember. Um, and people were like, no, he has enough money. And you'd think Harmonix would be kind of the same situation. Well, I guess it's kind of making a distinction between individual money and company money. Yeah. It's like because Harmonix itself does have money, but the money that they're getting is coming from outside sources. Like, for example, you know, it's like Dance Central and Fantasia, all of which are like Connect exclusives. All of the money that's going towards that is coming from Microsoft. Mm. Um, so Harmonix isn't actually paying for that. You know, it's like Microsoft is paying for them to make the game. Whereas this game... If they want to go and do it, you know, they can't exactly start drawing from the Microsoft money because then Microsoft goes, hey, 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 what are you doing? You're taking that money that we gave you no. to make our game and you're using it to make this little thing. You know, it's less than a million, sure, but, you know, it's like that's fiscally irresponsible of you because we gave you that money. Yeah. It's, you know, because uh, I guess you could sort of liken it to the situation that happened with Gearbox and borderlands and alien colonial marines where yeah. gearbox took some What's of the that? sega money i don't think we talked about that game yeah but know. you know it's like yeah so you know it's like <laughs> i think that was buried in the desert yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah you know it's like yeah you know it's like gearbox was you know using some of the money from you know that you know sega gave them and they were presumably funneling it into like you know making borderlands 2 which is what they really cared about yeah and then they funneled off the rest of the remaining legitimate funds to you know third-party developers and they just outsource the rest of the game and look at how that turned out so you know, it's like that wasn't exactly ethical but you're kind of saying well shouldn't harmonics do that and take somebody else's money and make this project and so i'm excited yeah. for it at least i mean Regardless. it's like I, I i really hope that it actually comes to fruition right now their kickstarter isn't doing so hot i mean it's like they're at like 160 170,000. How much do they want? Uh, see, this is the other weird part of it is um, they want $775,000. All right, like three quarters of a million, right? Their Kickstarter Whoa. is only 18 days, not a full month. It's only 18 days. How? What? What? Yep, and one of the reasons why it's apparently only 18 days is it's scheduling. It's basically oh. like we've got guys who are finishing up Fantasia and they'll be available in 18 days. And if we have the money by then, we can use that to keep them paid while they work on this project. Otherwise, we kind of have to put them into other projects with other publishers that we're already committed to, and we won't get to make this game because okay. there's no money there. So, did you kickstart it, Wayne? Yes, I did. Very nice. You know, like, you know, like I said, um, you know, it's just like Starship Troopers, the propaganda movie. It's like, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. <laughs> Starship Troopers is a horrendous satire on that on yeah. utility of that. So yeah, I know. Are you saying that when you contributed, it was through self-loathing and, and possibly ironic humor? Well, possibly ironic humor. Right. Not, not the self-loathing part. Do you also think. support uh, co-ed showers? Um, that is sure. a crucial part of the uh, sure, why Starship let's, Troopers let's, mythology. Let's, let's, say let's that do that, too. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do co-ed showers. Look at you yeah. being all liberal and yeah. attacking, yeah, and attacking exactly. commies at the same time. Yeah. Right? So... Mm-hmm. So again, screw those commie bastards. So, yeah. Yeah. And the atheists they wrote in on. So. <laughs> All right, the Jim. commie and atheist edition of the podcast. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's one of those days, is it? <laughs> Wayne, do you have any other interesting news for us? Um, well, there's that 
Call of Duty news. Oh no, there's the Destiny news, right? You know, it's like basically Activision just said that um, when everything is thrown in, including Spending the ridiculous marketing budget, five hundred million dollars on Destiny. This is like their most expensive investment in a game. So you know, clearly they're they're not <laughs> they are not hedging their bets. They're hoping that this is like you know this Calling pulls Call of Duty numbers or better. Yeah. Calling it now, it's gonna flop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so think it's okay. It never... depends on what you, how you define flop. Okay, it's not going to live up to the quality people expect. That's what I think. Okay, really? I don't think so. I think that it's actually possible that it might live up to the quality that you know people are hoping for. It's just not going to catch on with the mainstream and the Call of Duty numbers. It looks. Yeah, I don't think it's going to sell as many as I've they seen, want. It kind of looks boring. Like it looks interesting, but it looks boring, mm. and it looks too Halo-y. And I know it's the people who made Halo, yeah. but. Come on. Spread your wings. Fly away. Well, I mean, it's got some Halo-esque elements, but, you know, it's like I think that, you know, probably the whole co-op loot-based gameplay and, you know, this... Yeah, I mean, I'm just talking from, like, art yeah. style. It's... Oh, yeah. The, it's the, the, art, the art style does definitely show, like, a Halo influence here and there. It's like, man, we're just talking about this stuff and Phil just doesn't care. He's just like, we haven't said, we haven't said anything Phil's that's like interesting at all. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm in the midst of... He shows up late. Are, are you actually attention. tweeting? Is that no, what you're doing? Are you tweeting? tweeting? I wish okay. I was tweeting. I'm, okay. I'm writing an email. You're taking a live Twitter you could, you could be but, uh, tweeting. I mean, you, you've just discovered Twitter, so... I could be in theory. No, sorry. I'm just trying to reply to an email. Oh, well, so we're not even interesting enough. I'm going to okay. turn it off okay. right now. Okay. I'm going to get up my pre-prepared news stories because I came into this prepared and wanting to be a valuable contributor. To Good. The You're always a valuable contributor. It's like yeah. the most useless person is here. They should just like cut me right out. And, like, you know, let the rest of the pros. Uh, you have the, the gaming news. You say that, but you're the heart and soul, I'm afraid, Wayne. Yeah. The Oreo-y heart yeah, and soul. Exactly. See, yeah, exactly. We're all coming together now. Yeah. That's just bland and un- right. yeah. interesting. Yeah, and who doesn't like cookies except for communists and atheists? Touche, touche. So yeah, you think it looks Halo-y? Yes, it looks very Halo-y. Wayne thinks it looks Halo-y. Well, the, the, it's I mean, it's it's bungee, and I mean, you know, it's like they they've even they had Marty O'Donnell doing yeah. the yeah. music for it, so you know, it's like it's it's also going to have that Halo sound to it, but. Uh, the gameplay itself looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, especially for people that like co-op, which is me. I and like me. my co-op gaming. You know, mm-hmm. Melanie likes her co-op gaming. And this I like has playing loot. by myself. <laughs> He's a loner. See, was... you will still the be intern able to, is a loner. You will still be able to do that, though, in Destiny. If you so choose, you can try to put... Um, Question is, what, will it still be as fun? Maybe not. But they have been saying exactly. that you know, when it comes to the main campaign, you can actually do that from start to finish by yourself if you really want to. If you really want if to. If you really want to. <laughs> the optional endgame content with all like the super loot and the super gear, that there's no way that you can do that by yourself. But the actual main campaign can be done solo from start to finish according to I, I like that too because so. I only like people like playing with one person that I actually know. Yeah, exactly. So. And there's still no word on whether or not split local split screen is in there. I don't do split screen. Which anyway. could be a problem because you know if you don't, then you'll have to buy like two PS4s. Do you really want to commit to buying two PS4s? We plan on buying two PS4s anyway. Oh well. You think our household could share one? No, not gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> Never. Because that's pretty much the way it works. Really? You know, really? Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> I just don't see it. Maybe for like a little while we could share one, but eventually it's gonna be. Can become a problem. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. If we had to share a PS3 right now, it'd be horrible. It was hilarious playing Borderlands with you guys that one time. <laughs> where it was just like, we came in and we were like so overpowered for the dungeon. We need you, in. by the way. Yeah, that was kind of just like, it was like, oh my god, these guys are so weak. Oh, we shouldn't say that. Mike is, uh, he's he's almost platinum it, but he needs to beat Terramorphous. And we're like, we should just ask Wayne and Charlie oh, to help us. Oh, Terramorphous. Okay, yeah. He's, so he's, we might call on you soon to, uh, to help yeah. us out. 
Well, thank you, Wayne, okay. for your. Any, is that all your news you got? Today? Uh, that's that's all I can. Should I uh, roll over to yeah. fill in his pre-planned news? That's right. Are you still emailing? No, I'm getting ready. No, all right. No, now, no. He, now he's tweeting. He's tweeting. I'm getting ready. <laughs> to, I'm yet. getting ready to no. announce the news because no. that's how awesome I am. <laughs> all right. So I only have a couple things this week. It was a bit of a slow week, but first off, I found out that. Um, I found out, not personally. This is a widely reported story that um, no, you found it out Lionsgate have teamed up with, I, yeah, I think, yeah, with, I, yeah. with the uh, the Power Rangers folks, I, and they're going uh, to be yeah. rebooting the Power Rangers in a film franchise. Lionsgate. Okay, so are people happy about this? Or I'm happy like, about it. Included? I'm not sure. I am. I am excited. Yeah. Which, I which okay, so like it's it's it is a reboot. Is it going back to the original Jason and Tommy and stuff? One would or? hope, but I don't know how. Because there's uh, you so know, many renditions. Oh, so of the Power White Ranger is going to be in there still. He's that was like second a, generation Wayne. Okay. He was the Green Ranger first time. All right. He's like <laughs> doing MMA stuff now. But um, yeah. is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's an MMA he's fighter. He's like pretty accomplished. That's he's bizarre. At, he's always he, at Niagara Falls Comic Con. Does he still have the like ponytail? No. no. He has like spiky hair and he's See, tattooed. I never he, lo- he looks no, he looks would good. He, would he no. come back? He looks good. Could they get him back? He's in his like 40s now, I think. Yeah. So got to be. He could play so Zoran or something. Could they still get him back? If they did, I'd totally watch it. Then like yeah, He'd actually be a buff Power Ranger. Yeah. No, they haven't said specifically what they're going to do yet. But um, And also with it being Lionsgate, it is not that's, going to be a $200 million movie. It'll but that's the weird thing. Budget. It's Lionsgate. But that's kind of part <gasps> of it. Is it going to be like bloody Power Rangers? No, unfortunately. So, gritty it's, Power it's, Rangers. It being Power Rangers, though, it needs to be budget, doesn't it? Yeah, that's I mean, because if you had like a super slick robots combining or yeah. you know, monsters CGI. not in, you know, guys in suits and all that sort of thing, it's like... Yeah. People would go, well, that's not Power Rangers. Well, they had a CGI uh, Megazord for the uh, first film, and it's one of the worst special effects yeah. ever made. So, so. Um, so one would ho- so it won't be hard to top that movie. I didn't see the second one, in which the child became a Power Ranger. Um, okay. I, w- I don't remember. Okay. So you, I remember you've watching you've the first movie, movie show, but there was a movie. Anywho, yep, they're revising it. It's uh, 20th, 20th anniversary of Power Rangers, which is terrifying. Okay. And, um, uh, so the, the original gay Blue Ranger isn't going to be in there either. No. Not, I, not that they knew that he was gay at the time. I don't know. Perhaps the old Power Rangers would be training a new generation of Didn't one of them die? But, okay, yes. One, the Yellow Ranger's dead. Yeah. The Blue Ranger was a lot older than the rest of the cast anyway. Right. And then the Red Ranger does gay porn. Does. Whoa! Right. Does he? he does. Yeah, he does. Whoa! <laughs> and Tommy is an M. Or okay, so Jason is an M. So now that we've been through that, I think yeah. it's safe to say that only only Tommy could return. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point, only, yeah, because yeah, he he's actually in shape. Yeah. So he could the, the, be a the real ranger. ranger. She was like in Felicity, wasn't she? Oh, that's true. She's yeah. done some yeah. stuff. Yeah. So um, then you know, the couple could come back. Yeah. Yeah, there Aww. you go. That's right. They were the couple. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I, I mean, I think it's it's safe to say that uh, Pacific Rim uh, probably is directly responsible for this, given that it reconfirmed the appeal of giant monsters, monsters. fighting giant robots. And, um, and with Godzilla. Godzilla I don't know why that was never why that was questioned in the first place. <laughs> well, I think people, I think it was people known forgot. that there was, yeah. like, the, the geek community enjoyed it. Whether or not it could make $400 million was another question. Now yeah, we know, so. in fact, it can. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Unless they get too serious with That's it. Coming. Yeah, I hope it's not a serious thing. But I hope it tanks in Japan, though. I mean, there would be something really, really weird if it went to Japan and they went nuts over it and said, you know what, this is way better than our own shows, which this is obviously based on. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? That would just be bizarre to me. Who knows? But anyway, that'll be something worth keeping an eye on, seeing what they po- could possibly out do of, with that. Out of morbid curiosity mm-hmm. for me, because you know, it's like, frankly, I don't care about this movie, and we'll probably not watch it. <laughs> I probably won't. And then the other but one. I will make fun of it constantly from now until release. So. Yeah. 
And the other thing is it's confirmed that uh, Gotham has been picked up to be a TV show. Oh, you mean Gothamville? In the fall. No, uh, yeah, have you, you guys... You mean Gothamville? Did you see the trailer? We're talking about Gothamville, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Check out young Selena Kyle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Isn't this the one we were talking about a little while ago? Yeah, well, that's the bizarre thing. All the teenage you, angst. You watch the trailer and it's like... It's Gothamville. It's, well, it's mostly like detective drama. Yeah. And then they Which show this, be. And then they show this footage where it's yeah. clearly going to be, yeah, yeah like teen, teen yeah. angst. Yeah. James Gordon well. is a detective, but he's hanging out with all of these kids and young people who are eventually going to grow up to be supervillains and acting as a moral compass for young orphan Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of, <laughs> seems like a lot of bad ideas yeah. all at once. Um, well, a couple good ones like i think if they'd gone either with the gotham like, <laughs> gothamville plot there's some material to be mined out of that yeah. or if they'd gone with the straight detective thing specifically making it concurrent to batman like gotham central which is amazing mm-hmm. then there could have been something really interesting to be done there uh, what it looks like now is uh, a, a detective series that was developed and then they were like oh geez um because this is a prequel we don't actually have like, any of the characters that people know and love from Batman, so let's just put the teen stuff on, and then we can have all of them as teens, yeah. and then eventually we can just get rid of the. Well, I mean, you've, you've <sighs> sort of like Edward Nigma already looks like mm. an adult, mm. so you know, it's like you've, you've got like young adult Riddler. In yeah, there. which I guess I mean the would mean that the Riddler was like 40, 50 or something. When Batman yeah. actually became Batman. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he always kind of presented as like a somewhat older gentleman in the comics. And yeah, stuff like that. in the comics, so. yes, not when Jim Carrey portrayed him. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. but yeah, we oh, let's not go back there. But not oh, as old. No. But not like yeah, it, the whole thing we really very bizarre. Batman Forever. I, <laughs> I liked Batman Forever because it was just so bad. Go back yeah. and watch Batman Forever and try to say I did. Again. Yeah. I did, actually, a couple weeks ago. It's, you know what? It, it doesn't Val, stand out, but it makes you laugh. Okay. Hold up, but it, no, he's not. That's Val, the thing. Val Val he is, though, but he has, thing. like, no. a he's slight lisp. Like, Batman has a slight lisp. He's got an amazing Batman jaw and lips. That's he the does. problem. Mm-hmm. He's bad jaw. With those movies is that people go back and watch them, or they don't go back and watch them, they just kind of remember it. Oh, no, I went back. He was... He was okay. Oh, he I went back. He I just okay I, I went back not too long ago. I bought the Blu-ray for yeah. the original I, 1989 I the, Batman. Yeah, and I watched it. I was like, you know what? Set, that yeah. still holds up. We oh, yeah. we were <laughs> marathoning them, and I fell asleep during Batman and Robin because I cannot stand that movie. Bird ones are Batman still good. Robin. Yeah, that's, Batman, Batman and Robin's terrible. That is a terrible. Robin, Even I agree that it's terrible. And, and I like forever. forever. Is at least better just because it's not as bad as Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like if it were the if it were the only Schumacher, it would look abysmal now. But because because it's compared to Batman and Robin, you're like, well, it's not as bad. Yeah, apologized. Yeah, we did true. get that apology out of him. So, and there are a couple different decent sequences in it. The very, very opening with the bank ball. I think you mean a couple that's decent sequences as when he Robin tries to dry his clothes. Yeah, that's that brutal. Cool. Um, and when he has the uh, bizarre uh, motorcycle gang, the like cleanest motorcycle gang race of all. The, time. There's a Coolio cameo in there. I that's right, Coolio yeah. is in that one. Oh, a lot of slight uh, cameo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I completely blanked that right. out. Oh, it's all coming back now. Yeah, there's a lot of that in a whole bunch of blacklight as yeah. well. Yes, the blacklight. Yeah, there was like guys fighting with like, you know, glow yeah. sticks or something like yeah. that in there, wasn't there? Yeah, awesome it's futuristic, the you know? Yeah. They're like, because that's what they do in Gotham. They almost so. get away with it until the scene when we go to Two Faces Lair and he has one girlfriend for each of his personalities. And yeah. It's just a total mess. Uh, one of them was on Drew Barrymore, was it not? Yeah, it was Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And the other one was someone else. A night, but a vaguely recognizable 90s actress yeah, I can't think of anything else she was in but she was in stuff for sure she was in stuff yeah. I want to say she was in the craft but she wasn't in the craft no. but she was in that type of film um anywho yeah so oof that's a lot I have most I've thought about Batman forever in a long time <laughs> 
Go back and watch it. Uh, I don't know. I uh, you know the thing is, I tried one time. Like, mm-hmm. I had I had a file of it, and I like started watching it, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this, and then like. I just couldn't do I got to the scene with the devil girlfriend and I was just like, you know, this is best remembered. I don't want to I don't want to experience what this is like now anymore. I do remember like really liking it at the time, but in my defense I was twelve. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't quite the same. And it certainly wasn't I mean it was vaguely disappointing compared to the other ones and also like nothing compared to I will still to this day never forget the how horrible I felt walking out of Batman and Robin. I felt betrayed destroyed yeah. it was a good setup for how it would be like did it Star actually turn you off comics for a while no but okay. it did ma- right. it made me really upset because i was so into those batman movies and i used to like they would put out the comic book adaptation before the movie came out and so you would i would just devour so it. i would buy that and read it first which was stupid because i already knew the whole plot but i just was so excited i couldn't wait i remember getting the batman around comic going through it and being like this is, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I'll see, I'll see what it's like. And then, like, just being so upset and disheartened and, like, throwing out the comic book as soon as I got home. And, okay. Yeah. Aww, that was, that little was, Phil. It was a really sad, it was a really tough time so you, for me. So you're, you're like, you're not even exaggerating. You genuinely felt betrayed when you No, I was, you know, I was really Robin, upset. Okay. Really upset. The one thing you can take away from Batman and Robin is Arnold Schwarzenegger's just his dialogue it's all puns yeah. like it's all puns oh, yeah. all the time that was probably the best part of that entire movie oh yeah well no that movie's turned into excellent YouTube montages for yeah. sure oh yeah for sure and um it's so horrible that I probably might actually find it harder to get easier to get through now than Batman Forever just because I would laugh you know what I probably would have liked it so much if Alicia Silverstone wasn't in it yeah it was a problem it's just oh, I yeah. would be laughing so much Batman and Robin throughout and how and, and also with the benefit of hindsight, knowing that this wasn't going to be the future of Batman and there would be better, it, things would might get much <laughs> Knowing better. that it didn't end that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, things would get much better. That would help, too. But this I think I would have more Batman. fun laughing. Whereas Batman Forever, it would be sl- I would be slingshotting from scenes I kind of like to scenes I hate and like also doubting what I was like as a child. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Jack Nicholson Joker or Heath Ledger Joker? What I mean, like, I feel like Heath Ledger Joker. Because he just shoot him. Yeah, we, we were just talking like, about this. Him you know what? I think, just I think Jack Nicholson's Joker would win, like, if there were no weapons involved. Because That's the thing, though. If there's, if there's Jack weapons Nicholson's involved. Nicholson's Joker got in, like, a fist fight with Batman. And he didn't. He didn't oh, yeah. Until he, he, until he, got, he fell off the he building. Got, you know, he, he got creamed. Oreo creamed, if you will. <laughs> well, course, which everybody likes. But the thing is, the Jack Nicholson Joker would show up to the fight with, like, a bang gun or something. Yeah. And the Heath Ledger Joker would, like, weeks in advance plan some sort of gigantic realize, but that state that you ate had an explosive, and I've got the trigger right here. So that's the thing. Um... Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, that's that unfortunate news story. Gothamville. Well, it well, might not be unfortunate. Is, like, it might not be unfortunate. Well, the thing is, it the might be okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. Like, the detective stuff looks kind of watchable. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that it's clearly two different shows that I just don't know. Like, are they going to alternate week to week? Is These there going to be like a teen have drama? Real problems, okay? It's going to be yeah. like oh, a God. cop <laughs> drama the other week. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, see, that's that's the thing. There's, I do actually see some potential in the um, you know proto villain. You know, and proto Batman character arcs, just mm. because you can do some interesting things with that. Like, it depends on how closely you stick to the source material. Like, mm. Selena Kyle. Well, clearly, not at all. Yeah. She's she's there, no, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, Selena Kyle is supposed to have had, like, you know, a rough childhood, depending on what, which one you read. Selena you know, Kyle so, doesn't, is one of the few yeah. characters that doesn't have it at Infinite Origin. Yeah. There's so, so many. So, yeah, yeah they, they could her. do something interesting with that. And then, I yeah. mean, like, you know, yeah. And, and she like, should get knocked up really young by Bruce Wayne yeah. and have Huntress. Oh, and then there'd be yeah. By the time, like, yeah. You know, and then she'd, like, never, she'd never know why she had that, like, combination of attraction and revulsion for Batman. So 
Like something's going on here. I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. Now. Okay. Yeah. And you know, Commissioner Gordon being a moral compass for Bruce Wayne and sort yeah. of introducing him to like, you know, well, you know, you don't just fight stuff. You know, you yeah. got to think your way through it. How about if you be a detective in the dark or the night? I don't yeah. know, some kind of dark night detective, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like the Gotham Central so fucking good, and it'd be so easy to just one to one make that a show mm-hmm. that people would go nuts over. Yeah. But. Ugh, anyway. They want to throw in all the teen drama. It's Gothamville, yeah. yeah. With, like, you know, young adult teen angst. Yeah, because if there's, one, if there's one thing they need to introduce teenagers to, it's Batman. They yeah. definitely are not well, aware of the Well, they tried it, what, in the 90s with Birds of Prey? It was a teen drama. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great, though, when they go with, like, the oh-so-super-realistic, here's poor, alienated Bruce Wayne, this mm. handsome, orphaned he's billionaire. He's going to be emo? That is unpopular and nobody likes. Mm. Like, <gasps> he's going to be emo. Yeah. Mm. It's like, you are different, Bruce Wayne. You know, it's like, let's forget about the fact that you are, you know, handsome, a billionaire, and completely available. All mm. the boys and girls don't like you. Because mm. they're little, going to make him alienated. You, well, of course. You know, he's a little yeah. brooding snot. Yeah. He's not so, gonna, people they aren't yeah. going to want to be friends with him. So they'll be like, you know, it's like, hey, Bruce Wayne, my name is... My parents were shot! What about... <laughs> yours, okay, okay, all right, kid's got issues. Exactly. This is his most troubled time before he pulled it together and decided to dress up in a silly costume. Yeah, Yeah, when he regained his sanity by dressing up as a bat and beating the crap out of people in dark alleys, which is like, yeah, that's that's, totally normal. That's a healthy way to express his issues. And I also just seem too young, like it's not even a teen drama, it's like a tween drama. Oh god, no! So but, like, then, it, but then contrasted with like an adult, are they trying focus, to grab like the Twilight crowd I think or it's something? Trying to get everyone. I yeah. think it's just. I think it's a show determined by an ad department, not our creative voice, creative team. But anywho, that's a thing. And um, <clears throat> the other bit of weird news. Um, I can't even remember who revealed this now, but uh, someone involved in the Spider-Man Two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, rather um, the bad one, not the good one. And you guys see that, by the way? Nope. Psh, I'm not wasting my money. Not yet. You guys. Um, and uh, they revealed that uh, there was intended to be a post-credit uh, a teaser scene that got cut because it was too ridiculous. Because what it was supposed to be was um, the mysterious guy in the black hat who Lord knows who that guy is. I doubt even Mark Webb has any idea. <laughs> but he was supposed to go into a chamber and find uh, Norman Osborn's severed but living head. Um <laughs> To make it clear that he's coming back. <laughs> Brendan cannot contain his laughter off camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was going to be a thing. Probably still will be a my thing. Crush everywhere. Um, that might still pop up in the DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, why well, wouldn't be surprised if they're still going that way? Because it was weird to introduce Norman Osborn and then have him die immediately. Um, especially when you cast Chris Cooper, who presumably you want to have around because he can act. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so apparently living severed Norman Osborn head is going to be a character in a future yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> See, the problem is, is that, you know, it's like my first instinct is to just kind of roll my eyes and say, that's so comic book, and yeah. then I realize that we're talking about a comic book movie, so it's like, oh, I guess it's okay, isn't it? Yeah, but it's so. just not an indication of they're just, like, <clears throat> desperately just ma- making stuff different for the sake of it. Yeah. Being like, well, we had Norman last time. Well, we, so, what could we do different this so time? Sony well, doing, just say a doing whatever they can to hold on to <laughs> yeah. that Spider-Man license. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it would just be a severed Marvel foot. Team. Yeah, fortunately, it didn't do extraordinarily well. Um, it did very well, obviously. Um, nice. Spider-Man movie, but not as well as they hoped. Um, so... Yeah, Smaller I was going to say that could change one. things, but yeah. no, that won't. It's still going to make a bazillion dollars. I haven't met one person who actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I got attacked on a message board for saying I didn't like it. 
<laughs> people being like, well, screw you. It's because you're so old. Because you like those Sam Raimi ones are stupid. These are real. This those, is real gritty those, Spider-Man. This those is my Spider-Man. High Def Digest guys picking on they you were, again. So you got picked on by like a 13-year-old? I said to leave you alone. Don't listen to me. I really alienated them because I attacked a Christian movie and they got really pissed off me for that. So now I've got this. So you got attacked by 13-year-old Christians? No, they weren't 13 years old. These are like older people who are just... They called him old. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they've got to be like. You like the Sam Raimi movies? You're old. They're just yeah. giving me shit because yeah, it's by one guy. One guy. What was it? It's like, like wow, somebody on the internet disagreed with you. I know. How right? unheard of. I know. So. Well, normally I enjoy goading them and getting in fights, but this was just like I don't even know what to say to you. Um, but I like <laughs> one guy was, was like, uh, I can't. After Amazing Spider-Man, I can't even go back and watch those Spider-Man. I can't believe I used to like them. This is this is real. This is gritty. Real Spider-Man. <laughs> Which I'm just like, have you read Spider-Man ever? <laughs> like, this is the least gritty comic that exists, quite possibly. Um, but, uh, anywho, yeah, that fucking Spider-Man, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what else we got? One of my friends um, gave it a uh, three and a half out of five. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he gave it like a three out of ten. Metacritic, yeah. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gave it like a three or four, four out of ten. ten. Yeah. It's, cause it's not like a zero. There's some good There's still budget to it, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, there's still enough budget that there are a couple of good action scenes. And, and I do. You, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone can act. Yeah, I do really like both of them. I yeah. think they're well cast in the roles. Like it's just a shame they were shoved into terrible, terrible movies. I don't know. I think he does a good job of like... He was worse than the first one because... They were trying to make it seem like he was a geek and a social outcast, even though he was like super slick and cool and skateboarder, and everyone seemed to like him. Yeah. So it really made no sense yeah. the combination of them. So yeah, that popular outsider, James Dean. Yeah, it's like, exactly. yeah, yeah. Let's all pick on James exactly. Dean, that cool, slick guy. It didn't make any sense. But in this one, where they've moved past that, and Peter Parker always uh, kind of like came into his own. And while J. Jonah Jameson still gave him a hard time, he was, you know, he was got married to a supermodel and seemed in general always had quips and whips and stuff so in, in general seemed to, seemed to come into and, and in that kind of older Peter Parker role I think Andrew Garfield suits it better than that was the problem with Tobey Maguire was just he was so perfect at that one age of Spider-Man that as he got older it was going to become a problem anyway but anywho um and then um, there was well, there was a new Dawn of the Planet of the Apes trailer came out this week. Did any of you guys? See no, that? I, did I didn't see, see that. Oh, what, looks what, really what good. In the I'm super into it. Well, they, we get more of an indication of what the actual plot is and what it is is because there was obviously um, the virus from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Right. We got that end credit montage making clear that wiped out most of humanity. So what it appears to be now is the few remaining humans. Um, led by a particularly angry Gary Oldman, which makes me very happy. <laughs> Gary Oldman um, know, screaming? Right? Is he screaming? Oh, you know, oh he's, he's got to be screaming. So now. it seems like they like, call up the humans. Which yeah. humans? Everyone. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> They're blaming. Um, they blame the apes for having caused the virus. <laughs> Um, yes, because apes went into a clean room yeah. and just genetically yep. engineered exactly. this all by themselves exactly. with those damn dirty apes. I know, exactly. So, the, but, well, they just, no one knows what's going on. All, it, Someone had know, sex with an ape. Yeah. And? No one knows what's going on. That's AIDS, Emily. That's no, a lot of things happen. Emily? Yeah. Oh. God, I'm so sorry, Mel. Oh, oh. Who's, oh. What's, oh wow! I'm to turn off your mic now, and you kicked off the clock. Come from? I don't even know. I don't even know anyone named Emily. That's the weirdest thing. Are you sure? No. Well, Not even in your dreams. Nah, well, okay. <laughs> I think it's fantasy girlfriend. That's, but that's my private time, Wayne. That's none of your business. God, I'm sorry, Mel. Um, so anyway, what was I talking about before I was an idiot? AIDS. AIDS, right? Okay. So anyway, yeah. So the humans blame all the AIDS for the for the virus. 
the apes are not responsible for it, but um, this misunderstanding leads to full-on human versus ape war. Okay. And the apes are riding horseback. They've done that. They're wearing... <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. the apes are back on horses. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're start, you can see them starting to put on the, the armor. The padding armor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, my and God. It's clearly like a transition like, from them. It's happening, yeah, people. It's, it's happening. For sure. It's clearly like a transition. Oh, my God. I see this really trailer good. now? It looks like the movie's going to be like the transition point between where we were in the last one, where mm-hmm. it was sort of the start of the evolution of the apes becoming our, to them becoming their own species and ideally well I mean apparently there is one more plan for this to be a trilogy Mm -hmm. so my guess would be we'll see the start of the war and then the third one will be the full on apocalyptic ape war where the apes wipe out humanity okay so anyway, it looks fantastic. Are we, are we going to get any explanation then as to like you know how humanity just becomes gradually dumber and dumber to the point where they're just animals? Or? Uh, uh, we're already heading there anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I, like, I hope. I hope so. Well, my guess would be based on where this franchise started, where it was uh, humans enslaving apes for mm-hmm. medical science, like we do now. That they would eventually get to the point where once the apes took over, they would just be enslaving the humans, and then through generations of them yeah. growing up as slaves, they would you know lose speech and become more feral, etc. Okay, hopefully we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, it looks fantastic. I was They're riding always, on horses and wearing the. Armor. I know, I know. That's so cool. It looks great. I mean, apparently the plan is they're trying to, and and not so subtly, like they in the last movie they had the specific um, uh, space launch that was supposed to be Charlton Heston's mission. Oh, right. The first one. So they're, like, going out of their way to sort of set it up so that when this series is done, Mm -hmm. you theoretically could then watch Planet of the Apes, the original 1968 Planet of the Apes, and it would feel like direct continuity. (laughs) Which is fantastic. And, uh... And it won't be like the Tim Burton version, which was just... Yeah, which we should just never speak of again. However... He owes that movie for like like Steven Spielberg before. Yeah. He owes that movie for meeting his wife. Yeah, it's so. true, and I and I was always my theory as to why everything post that mm-hmm. was so crap from Tim Burton. Except I am quite fond of Sweeney Todd, and I kind of like Frankie Weenie too. I, I like Sweeney Todd, but other than Sweeney that, was great. I dislike all of them, and I think it's because Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was okay by me. Oh, really? That's, no, I liked no, it. No, I was I was okay with that movie. Oh, guys, really? come no, on! No, no, no! Right, I like it. Turn off Wayne's what, You enjoyed. The backstory where it turned out that uh, Willy Wonka. Had I thought it was father. hilarious. <laughs> no, stupid. no, 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 so it worked. Stupid. It worked for me. No, well, that's your that's your fault, not the movies. No. The movie was shit. But um, <laughs> the um, we will agree no, my anyway, my theory on that is that he met Helen Bonacarter on Planet of the Apes, became happy, mm-hmm. and it was just ruined as an artist because all his movies were about sadness and depression and terrible outcast people, oh. and all of a sudden he was a success and popular. But Sweeney Todd, and look, Sweeney Todd, really yeah, but enjoyed. he didn't. But Sweeney Todd was also yeah. a based on established musical, right? Yeah, and he didn't B, write a project that. that he had been trying to make since his sad and okay. days. Much like Frankenweenie, which was literally her project. That movie was days. awful. The Frank and Weenie movie? I didn't like it at oh, all. It's a good time. No, it's nah, not. It's a good time. Paranorman's so much better. Yeah, oh, of course. I'm not gonna argue that. Paranorman was pretty. The good. only good part about Frank and Weenie was the callback to all the original horror. Yeah, movies. that stuff was great, and also I really enjoyed uh, the like giant monster movie aspect. That's what I meant. Like just the callback to all that kind of stuff. So like the yeah. uh, the the turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That was a good time. That was sorry, the, I, meant you, I thought you meant the callbacks to the original. Frank no, no, no. no sure. The uh, the callbacks to like all of the monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was but, yeah, really fun. Stupid dog, stupid movie. Uh, okay, fair enough. But uh, anywho, um, yeah. Sorry, the Chocolate Factory was okay. No, it, it's it, not. Uh, it's horrible. Just roll away from the, the table, Wade. Have you seen? This the, is what you want. Have you, you seen <laughs> the Gene Wilder one? Yes, I have. Well, it's like then, I saw, then, I saw it as a kid. Come on, how could you not? No, recognize. I'm okay with both of them. I mean, I I like the fact that. 
the Burton version is actually sticks closer to the source material than the original yeah. Gene Wilder version. Except for the backstory that makes no sense. Yeah, except for the backstory. That which, was and the, and the general. Yeah, yeah. Which I found was funny. And the, I, and I the general. Dad Count Dooku and the, as his dad. And the general <laughs> That's awesome. softening of the entire thing to make it not <laughs> dark and disturbing, make it actually very it, fluffy it and still, happy. It still had... I think that like, made it more disturbing. I, I yeah. think that they sort of transferred the darkness movie. over to the Willy Wonka character himself because yeah. it's like he definitely was like you know edgier and more disturbing. That's because it was Johnny Depp. There was nothing like nothing like the Gene Wilder one that Gene Wilder one's crazy as hell I wouldn't leave a kid alone with him <laughs> Johnny Depp and just kind of like well that's sweet at least he means well yeah. but um yeah no it's unfortunate but yeah no that Tim Burton Planet of the Apes is unwatchable although the most frustrating thing about it is it's by far the best apes of the entire Planet of the Apes series you mean the technology yeah, behind the, the makeup yeah, and yeah, the look? It, yeah. it, amazing. Yeah, and is. and and nothing. Tim Roth was in there, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was great. And the yeah. performances, the way they sort of geared their performances mm-hmm. to be ape-like within yeah. the human form, like Paul Giamatti's orangutan and all mm-hmm. that. Fantastic apes. Horrendous movie. Everything mm-hmm. about it just awful. Aside from that, and it's really frustrating because, like, other than that, all the Planet of the Apes movies are solid. And even Rise of Planet of the Apes, which I quite enjoy, I mean, they're they're cartoons. Like, there's no. Can't, even this new one's going to be great. I can't wait. But it's just a disconnect in your mind. You can tell that it's CGI and not some sweet ass makeup. Anywho, that's that. I'm it. I'm out of here. All right, Phil. I know you have to leave in like ten minutes. So why don't you? Do I have to leave in ah, no, I got a little bit of time. But yes. Oh, good, cool. You were the person who was like, I have to be out of here by five. I do, Mel. but I got I got seventeen minutes. <laughs> All right then. So yeah. Why don't you tell us about what you've been I watching? Will. I'll do it right now. Um, this week I saw Under the Skin. Um, which is a really fascinating uh, science fiction movie. Uh, not not a complete success, according to your review, but interesting yeah, nonetheless. It's got its problems, but I yeah. think it holds up. And I think it also its primary problems are sort of part of the genre as a whole. Um, this is a very much a throwback to um, sort of 70s think piece, ambiguous, uh, mindfuck sci-fi horror movies like The Man Who Fell to Earth, being the most obvious example. I don't know if you guys ever saw that with David Bowie. Pretty spectacular. It's um, that's a messed up movie. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that movie. movie is just so crazy. Yeah. Really messed up movie. And a lot of those, I mean, you could even fold like something like a racer head into that. That sort of Which is more of an eighties yeah. Lynchian surreal yeah. horror kind of yeah. Totally. But it's that sort of yeah, surreal, disturbing. Oh, sci-fi. Liquid Sky. Do you remember Liquid Sky? Oh Did yeah, you ever yeah, see Liquid, Liquid Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Liquid Sky. Is so a good it's example. like Liquid Sky, like yeah, that, where you you get to the end of that movie, and I'm like, I have no idea what I just watched. Yeah, it's totally within that. Like, I don't understand what just happened. Yeah, definitely, but an excellent version. Um, yeah. so it's by Jonathan Glazer. Um, he's you were a, like the only other person I have ever met who's actually seen Liquid oh, Sky. Oh, totally. Oh, I love those. <laughs> I love that type of stuff. He's a film critic. He's seen everything. Well, I'm not a film critic, but I've seen Liquid Sky. Yeah, but you're also just a weirdo. So yeah, that's true. That's true because apparently I'm the yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's a, so it's a type of sci-fi fiction movie that I really enjoy. Jonathan Glazer is a really good director. He did um, a lot of Radiohead music videos in the nineties. Um, oh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. he did like okay. the, the Street Spirit one, the mm-hmm. one that's all in slow motion, black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did um, the Jamiroquai video where it's him dancing around a rotating room. That's really a lot of visually intense right, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he's made some movies. He made Sexy Beast with Ben Kingsley, which mm-hmm. is one of the greatest uh, British gangster movies ever made. If you've never seen that, my God, go check that out. Okay. And then Birth with Nicole Kidman. It was just creepy. Um, and now he's done this. He spent 10 years trying to get this one made. Um, it's loosely based on a novel, um, very loosely based. And basically, general concept is that Scarlett Johansson plays some sort of alien being. I don't feel confident, uh, nor do I want to spoil anything to say what that exactly entails. But she's been uh, sent to Earth, and her task is to drive around. Uh, she's in Scotland, and she's driving around Scotland in a van. Uh, picking up men and bringing them back to her house, which is then a dark, shadowy lair where the men 
are sucked into a black goo and used for God knows what purpose. Um, the really, really interesting thing about how it was made is the sequences which she drives around the van um, were actually all filmed on hidden camera with real people who she's interacting with. So it's like Brad, bad grandpa, but with like, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... But not prankish. But like pretty yeah. person. And it's really bizarre to watch because they clearly don't recognize her and it's just very bizarre, which I mean, I guess makes sense because you wouldn't expect Scarlett Johansson to be exactly. approaching you in a van in, in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's very, and then even scenes where she's supposed to be walking around in public, well done, hidden camera. But you never know it because technology's gotten so good now that the, you can actually get beautiful photography and, and Jonathan Blazer's really excellent visual style. If you didn't know going in that those were real people, you'd probably not guess, but it does add a very odd atmosphere to that first half. And then as that continues, um, the um, and then as we go on, that sort uh, that event that sort of it's sort of very episodic early on, and then it gets to a point where it's, it sort of becomes very much a metaphor about alienation, where she's trying to connect the world. Can't she tries to go off to a small town, discover who he is, and being this type of movie, it can't end well. It's very creepy, very rich in atmosphere, a lot of really bizarre visuals, some wonderful special effects, and as she goes to the small town, it sort of becomes a bit more conventional but at the same time never actually um, answers all the questions. Okay, so it does end in a crazy late 70s, early 80s, ambiguous sci-fi note rather than, here's the ending, here's exactly what happens. Yeah, and a very big downer, disturbing note at that. Oh, good. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, we don't get enough downers in sci-fi these days. It's like, yeah, we need more of that. Definitely. So it's it's a big thing piece, but it also has, it's just so strange and upsetting that it has a very visceral effect while you're watching it. Um, I was really deeply impressed, and it's definitely the type of science fiction movie that you just sadly don't see anymore, but be more than happy to see more of just because they're great, and it's a wonderful genre that'd be nice to provide. This is done, uh, yeah, very bizarre, very interesting. I think it's already available on demand in addition, in addition to being in theaters. So. Really? Yeah, they're doing that. A lot of simultaneous okay. release now. All right. Um, so I highly recommend checking it out. It's unlike Ames. Quite unlike anything um, else around right now. In a great yeah, way. I mean, after reading your review, I was yeah. kind of like, as soon as you invoked the man who fell to Earth, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, oh, this yeah. sounds like I would like this a lot. Definitely. So. And if it means anything to you, uh, Scarlett Johansson's super naked in it all okay. the time. Yeah. That, that doesn't mean a lot which, to me, yeah, but you I probably mean, just sold it to like, I mean, the majority you know, of yeah, listeners. Yeah, that was the rest of I'm obviously so high-minded. I'm watching that, it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me in any way. It doesn't really affect things, but I just feel as though you should know, just in case for some reason... That would attract you to watch a movie. I don't know why that ever would, but anywho, yeah. Well, it took me from a maybe to I'm going to watch it, so there you go. Well, I mean, that's, you know... That's what you're here for. Yeah, what are you going to (laughs) do? So I saw that, and then I also saw uh, Son of Batman, the new uh, Ah, yes, I can't wait to watch it. SOB. Yeah, which is... (laughs) Never thought of that, but there you go. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty good. I wish I'd known that for my review, but there you go. Um, So anyway, it's a very, 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 very loose adaptation of the Grant Morrison story, Son of Batman, which basically only retains... The concept that yeah, that Talia, that specifically Talia Gould seduced Batman many years ago, uh, it, because she felt she and Ra's al Ghul felt that he was the only person worthy enough to bear the name. Raish, sorry, Raish uh, I know, I'm always going to do that. Raish al Ghul uh, felt that Batman was the only person worthy to help continue the al Ghul bloodline. That she disappeared, comes back twelve years later with being Good like, hey. tip that first time. Hmm? Getting pregnant? Well, he's fucking Batman. Yeah. 
that and she, yeah. Yeah, yes. that, that and she took precautions. Just because he's Batman doesn't mean he has super sperm. She took precautions. Superman. She took precautions to ensure that you know it's like yeah impregnation. He has perfected his body in every means possible. Really? So you think that's a thing he works on? Yep. Yeah. Impregnating women first time out. He actually conducts sperm races to make sure that his always comes out first. But that doesn't necessarily. Okay, we're not going to get into. I do. I really do. Anyhow, so Tali shows up. And then, aside from that, it's pretty well the taking story, other than there are ninja man, man bats in it, which is excellent. And this version, it opens in a temple with uh, Rachel Gould running the. Um, God, this is so embarrassing. What's his? What's his? Uh, the demon. Demons. He's the demon's head. What's, what's this? What's his cult called? Oh. oh. The. Um the League of Shadows. Yeah, yes. League of Shadows. Right, so yeah. Well, like, we know it, it yeah. is there. All right, so he's in a temple uh, sort of running the League of Shadows as he's wont to do when all of a sudden, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Deathstroke shows up with an army and there's a huge, crazy anime battle sequence where, like, Talia's blowing up ninjas with a shotgun, uh, 12-year-old Damien's decapitating people left and right and eventually Deathstroke uh, kills uh, Rachel Ghoul. Um, it's directed by uh, one of the main directors behind Avatar The Last Airbender. Very much feels like it. has a very intense sort of uh, anime feel to it that I really appreciate. Very bloody, very dark. Okay. It's a beautiful um, looking... Yeah, it's gorgeous to look yeah. at. Um, and uh, and so from there, um, yeah, Talia drops off uh, Damien Wayne with uh, Bruce. And Bruce sort of tries to teach him um, how to find you know, how to achieve vengeance and justice without murdering people. Unfortunately, it's not quite as intense as the comic. There's a great scene in the Grant Morrison comic where Damien comes home with a decapitated head of a ninja he's murdered to that try and please Batman. Yep. They don't go that far. Um, no, it's like Damien's like a cat. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, look, I just killed yeah. this thing and I'm yeah. making an offer to What do you mean you don't like it? Uh, it's it's so great. I killed this thing for so you. so great. I was really hoping that moment was going to be there, but it's not. I was a little bit, yeah, they can't go that intense with it. Also, really disappointing, um, well, not really disappointing, but just odd choices that they've completely rewritten Deathstroke's backstory. He's yeah. now just a spurned uh, uh, servant of uh, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, whereas just, before he was like this badass mercenary yeah. that yeah. just like, you know, they, fought in wars and all kinds yeah. of things. And just, which yeah. they pretty well... It just it felt to me like they just want, needed to have this sort of vengeful mm-hmm. old old student of uh, Ra's al Ghul and just made a Deathstroke for the sake yeah. of story. Fair enough. Do what you want, but that was an odd choice. Yeah, um, I found it incre- I found like once you get just because I'm such a fan of the Batman and Son story and it would be so easy to just do a straight uh, straight run through that mm-hmm. was slightly disappointed at first but once you get into appreciating what it is it is incredibly entertaining yeah. um, so people who have never read the original will probably not necessarily no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah so. and that's probably the best way to go uh, mm-hmm. the only major major flaw I have with it is the kid they got to do the voice of Damien um, just sounds like a Hollywood child actor um, uh, that's unfortunate. And he's like it's a per- critical role. Yeah, too, it's so. a critical role, and he's perfectly fine. It's not like he's unbelievable or anything. It's just Damien being someone raised by you know assassins. Yeah, um, should he's not going to sound like you know, golly gee whiz, yeah. mom and apple pie. I'm, yeah. I'm endorsing <laughs> this yeah, toothpaste, yeah. and here's my smile exactly. at the end of the commercial. And ding. Yeah, exactly, so. the voice just feels wrong. Yeah. But aside from that. Um, very good. I still would put it on uh, probably like the mid-level of the DC animated movies. It's not nearly as good as Dark Knight Returns or Year One on the high end, but it's not as bad as some of the um, disposable like Wonder Woman and Green Lantern movie were on the low end. Um, it's a solid. It's a solid flick. The problem is just that they've raised the standard so high that uh, you know just seeing a very very good 
edgy animated Batman movie isn't enough anymore. But I want is Frank it better Miller than Batman time. Forever? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need to think about that. All right. Okay. Yeah, of course just, it is. Just, just check it. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. It's another like continues their win streak without being super, super spectacular. And also, they showed an ad for the. Um, there was a big feature ad on the next one, uh, Assault on Arkham. And oh, uh, it looks okay. really, really good. Right. It looks like the Suicide Squad is actually going to be at the center of it. Wow, this is, why, 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 why are you, are you making that why noise? Are you making I thought that you noise? Harley looks, more than you don't like the Suicide the Squad? No, I do not like what they did with Harley and the Suicide Squad. No. A lot of fans didn't like the Suicide right. Squad. Okay, but it's still Harley at the center. Uh, it's not a good Harley. Right. But what if I told you that this is her assembling uh, Deadshot? And one other guy to break into Arkham to get the Joker out. That'd be a little more interesting, at least. But yeah, well, the canon they've is. done for the for the suit. Oh, it's just yeah. I mean, it's not going to be super true to the canon. I think it's <laughs> just trying to that introduce this concept. Awful. They wouldn't have rebooted Harley again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's and it's also going to be a prequel to the Arkham City games. Um, cool. So all the character design kind of is loosely based on that. Oh, okay. Um, and it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like once again, um, it's going to be more of a silly adventure Batman story as opposed to a sort of serious approach to the character world. But they're so good at it that that sounds fun to me. I like the idea of Harley being in the center. Um, they obviously have yeah people like Harley. They obviously have the actress who voices her, which adds a lot to the character. What's oh, her okay. name? No. Arlene or the other one? The main one, the one from the Batman animated series. What's her name? Like Ar. I want to say Arlene, but it's not Arlene. Okay. It's just an A, though. Anywho, she's doing it, and that's great. And uh, also. It's um, only her and Tara Strong that does it. Yeah. So. I didn't even know there was a second person. I thought it was. Tara Strong did Batgirl in the animated series, and then she does Harley in the games. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so they kept it in the family. Really? It sounds so similar. I just assumed it was the same Harley. Okay. How about that? You learn something new every day. So anyway, um, yeah, they're keeping that true. And then um, Kevin Conroy is going to be Batman again, which is always a big plus. And it looks like a lot of fun. So yeah, those DC animation people doing lots of good work. And that's what I've been saying. Thank you, Phil. No problem. At least the the DC animated movies are keeping up pretty good. Because they're uh, a live one. Yes, the live one. Thank you. Yes, it is Arlene There we go, Arlene Sorkin. Yeah, the live-action world is in a bit of disarray. So but right. the animation one, but and it's because the animation one is essentially run by Marvel Studios, where it's the comic book people in charge, um, and just like Marvel Studios is. And, uh, yeah, one would hope that eventually DC, Warner Bros. would be smart enough to realize, hey, we have this vast army of people who are making comics and animated films and TV series. They're vastly successful and already have a built-in audience, and perhaps we should allow them take the characters that they know, love, and have uh, nurtured along yeah, for decades check their ego into at a the film. door yeah. and not let that become an issue. Yeah. Then, yeah. But why you wouldn't, when you have a company with like people like Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and all the legion of amazing comic book writers, why give fucking Zack Snyder the job? It just makes no sense to me. But anywho, that's that. I'm out. Okay. Peace, yo. <laughs> I'm out. Enjoy your baseball game. I will. You going to see the... Phil is going to see the Toronto Blue Jays, aren't you? That's right, I am. You know At least it. one of us is supporting her. Who are they playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are playing the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Who you think, Actually, in yeah. theory, I would want to support. Um, You'd think, in theory, I would want to get behind. Um, but, in fact, I um, will be rooting for the team that doesn't share my name. Um, because they're local. And because you're a homegrown I'm, boy, and because I could yell really loudly at them, and people won't get upset. Yeah, we learned that Phil is a huge baseball fan that uh, none of us would have expected. Uh, ever. I love baseball. I don't like sports in general, but baseball. But baseball does Lord. it for you, eh? Well, I mean, I all the bats and I, the balls. I, I, I can, you know what? I'll, I'll hang around and, and finish this out. It's only going to be like ten minutes or whatever when we go yeah. through the hunt. Yeah, because uh, 
probably only well, have you been playing anything that you'd like to speak about? Well, I played. Uh, well, I talked about Kirby last week, right. um, so I'll talk about Mario Golf this week okay. and say that it's Mario Golf. It's golf with <laughs> Mario. Right? That's really what we're. It's hot exactly shots with Mario. Yeah, yeah, there are some powers, which was nice. You can get like a mushroom to make your golf go, go a little faster. Some of the level designs pretty good. Um, weirdly, even though it's on the 3DS, the 3D is not utilized at all, which is makes no sense because it would be perfect for putting and aiming shots. But there you go. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, yeah right? True. But yeah. no, it's basically just tossed on. doesn't work. Um, if you like Mario Golf, probably like it because that's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> that's right? And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of content and there's online play, so that's something. But uh, yeah, that's... Um, Thank you, Phil. Is what it is. Yeah, no problem. Mario Golf. Yeah. It's golf. Yeah. Wayne, what have you been playing? Um, well, right now for review, I am playing Bound by Flame, right. which is an action RPG. It's um, it's a cross generational title, so it's on the PS3 and 360, mm-hmm. but also on the PS4 and the Xbox One. And it looks like it was on the PS3 and 360, in that it's like yeah, it doesn't look that good. Yeah, you know, it's like compared to like you know Infamous, it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't look like Infamous. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, the frame rate is there, though. I mean, yeah. it's like you know the the performance is pretty good, but um, it's. Uh, it's it's an okay game. Yeah. I'm I'm not blown away by it because while I like some of the mechanics, it's like the the combat is actually pretty decent and mm-hmm. it's actually tough. You know, so it does present a decent challenge. Mm-hmm. But the plot you know, is totally original. Mm-hmm. Where you know they've got the, these this enemy that's referred to as like you know the ice lords and they're up in the north and they've got this vast army of the undead that's winter is from coming? the north to the south and wherever they conquer winter is like slowly taking over the area I see I and see. you've got like a brave band of like you know yeah, yeah all of these disenfranchised like you know um, you know uh sovereign you know powers that have to yeah. unite and stand against this but yeah. they're caught up in their own policies and politics and blah yeah. blah blah now, let me like ask, I said this is a totally original now let me plot, ask you so. this Wayne yeah. are there boobs um yes there are what what about dragons uh, well okay not well okay you you can't see <laughs> Bill was a little surprised <laughs> you you can't see nipple Oh but, well, but there, are, there are boobs. But then there's that's boobs in every game. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really... So there, there, are, there are game boobs as opposed to Game of Thrones boobs. Okay, I guess okay. is what I should say. Yeah, I mean, okay, a, so it's not a complete ripoff. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you get like you get classy. Yeah, you get this one female sorcerer companion who just yeah. looks like she's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She's basically mm. falling out of her black dress, just massive amounts of cleavage. It's just yeah, completely yeah, yeah. ridiculous. But if they're not whipping them out, then it's not Game of Thrones at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She's she's almost whipping them out, but yeah, not yeah. quite because there are a couple of like little points on her bra yeah. that just kind of just come up just enough to. Cover and do they the keep talking about dragons and they never actually deliver? Um, no, not not okay. so. Okay, well, once um, again, this seems very different. Yeah, yeah they, this seems they, very they, very they different. They keep they keep talking. They keep mentioning dragons. Yeah. You know? Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. hang on now. They, they do keep mentioning <laughs> dragons, and they said, you know, it's like yeah, dragons were around before, but yeah. they're not around anymore. That's just a myth. Nobody really believes that. And then yeah, other totally people are like, there. you're stupid. Dragons yeah. were real, and you know, it's like. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder where they got the idea for this. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's that, and you control this hero who um, was part of this mercenary group that's protecting these wizards who are conducting a magical ceremony to try Mm. and fight the Ice Lords. But then, in true comic book fashion, something goes wrong during Mm -hmm. the ceremony, and instead some sort of fire demon-y thing ends up being summoned up, which just jumps straight into your body. Mm. And then you get possessed by the fire demon. So now you've got fire demon powers fighting Mm. against the Ice Lords... I wonder how this is going to play out. It sounds like an interesting combination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then um, one thing about the game that I do think is interesting is uh, at certain points in the plot, you're actually presented with an opportunity where the fire demon actually says, okay, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. The easy way is 
you open yourself up to me even more and I will grant you more powers and make you even more badass, but I am going to corrupt your body and you know this will contribute slowly to me taking over, or you can just completely refuse my offer and you can still continue to fight these monsters just using your swordsman skills and <laughs> retain your humanity. So what's it going to be? Fire powers? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. You, you, it is actually possible to play the entire game continually resisting the demon and saying, no, I'm just going to do this the hard way. That's dumb. That's actually an option. Why would you want to I didn't that? take it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. give me the fire powers. Stupid okay. idea. I like spewing fireballs, but it's part of the whole like you know well there are different endings depending on the choices that you made blah 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 um which is another thing that i like is maybe i'm just you know sort of overexposed to mass effect and um you know even infamous and all that but i like the fact that when you make decisions in this game no morality meter pops up telling you point blank you have made a good decision oh you have made a bad decision it's kind of just like you make your choices and there are consequences. There's, but there's no morality meter in life. So yeah, exactly. So there's there's no morality meter in this game, whereas you know most games they feel this need to tell the player whether or not the decision they have made was good or bad. Maybe they're but, trying to teach people. Yeah, but this game doesn't do that, so I kind of like that. It's you know really more just like you opened yourself up to even more demon powers, and some guys are like, well, yeah, you needed to do that because you're more of a badass now, and other people are like, that was a bad move, and I really don't want to hang around with you anymore because you're getting possessed by the demon, and that scares me. Mm-hmm. So people have different reactions, which is like, yeah, okay, that's that's all right. It's just, it's, you know, pastiched into this oh-so-original plot line of, you know, the Ice Lords and the Frozen North and Winter is Coming and all that stuff, so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that and the, um, the voice acting is terrible. Um, oh, I shouldn't say terrible. I should just say it's like they, they've made some weird choices. Um, I uh, I do like the fem shep thing where I usually like to pick like the mm-hmm. female characters to see how those play out. And it's like everybody in this game is speaking with uh, some sort of period accent. Usually I hate British. that. Yeah. I hate that. No, okay, everybody is doing that except the main character. She sounds like an obnoxious farm girl from Dayton, Ohio. And I don't understand why they did that. So you've got these people who, for example, like, you know, forsooth, thou hast allowed thyself to be possessed by the demon. And she is like, yeah, screw you, buddy. (laughs) She pretty much says it like that. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, it's like Dayton, Ohio also exists in this world because she's she's got that, you know, farm girl, you know, it's like attitude. It's like, yeah, it's it's really bizarre. I, I don't know why they decide to do that, but that's the way it is. Well, they can do whatever they want. It's yeah, a that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fantasy world, so I guess all is forgiven. But you yeah, know, it's like yeah. So that's the game I'm playing. It's like the mechan- Some of the mechanics I like, and you know, it's like the storytelling and all that is a bit of a letdown. So it's it's kind of a mixed bag for me, where I actually kind of you know find myself rolling my eyes and gesturing my hand, going like you know get on with it during the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. But once I actually get into the gameplay, it's like oh yeah, the the combat is actually pretty good. So you know then. For an RPG, the story is usually one of the most important parts about it, and I'm not actually enjoying that part. Which There's two RPGs for you now, though, that did that. Because Lightning Returns, you felt that way too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. But, yeah, as opposed to, like, you know, Child of Light, where it's like, you know, that, that's got a nice story. It's just they all speak in rhyme, which I kind of wish they didn't do. Oh, but, that sounds irritating. But, you know, it's like, yeah, everybody speaks in rhyme. It's like Dr. Seuss world. Except for one. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, except for one person yeah. who, like, you know, does not speak in rhyme, and then everybody corrects her and says, "You meant to say this, right?" And she so, gets ostracized for not speaking in rhyme. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a bit of a freak for not rhyming. Yeah, and she's like the gesture character. So it's like, okay, whatever. But yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. So. Thank you, Wayne. Cody. What have I been playing? What have you been playing? Um, not a lot. Um, I had a bit of a. 
bad weekend and my friends decided they'll fight me over and we'll play Nintendo Land. So that's what I played mostly. Why? I love Nintendo Land. You know what? It made me happy. And well, I think that's okay, what they wanted. You started this off with, I had a bad weekend. <laughs> I had a bad weekend. Stuff wasn't going right. So they tried and to cheer you they up? They tried to cheer me up oh, with, okay, with right. alcohol and Nintendo okay, Land. So hey, not, wait, wait, wait. So yeah, Nintendo yeah. Land you introduced alcohol part. into it, which makes Nintendo Land way more fun. Nintendo yes. super fun. The and Haunted House game. And it yes, amazing. the Haunted House game is yeah. amazing. I yeah. love that. Mm. And the Metroid one's pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. And um, I like the Octo Dance. Yep, that's good times. That one's really good. Um, it, it's it's same mouth, not just me. It is what it is, yeah. but you know what? We didn't get into it as well as it's, you guys uh, did. Helped me out, and I, I enjoyed it. I mean, there's there's, I think there's a point where one of my friends was going to unfriend me, like just stop talking to me. But Nintendo Land saved your friendship? No, Nintendo oh. friend or Nintendo friends. <laughs> Nintendo Land almost ruined my friendship, but. As all good multiplayer games do. As most Nintendo games do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're um, friend killers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, you, you, they can't give you that option, though, to steal someone's points. Like, if I'm in last place and he's in first place and all I have to do is win an F-Zero race, I'm, I'm doing it. That's, that's how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're of that kind of player. Yes. Yeah. You're not married, are you? No. Yeah. The blue shell of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> See, because once you're married and you know, it's like you have opportunities to like totally screw over your spouse, you usually don't actually take that option just to win because you'll be sleeping on the couch for oh. the rest of the week. That's you will, something you'll I'll learn. have to learn. You will learn. <laughs> sometimes that... You know, it depends that, on your spouse, Sometimes though. that fleeting victory for 30 seconds just isn't you know what? a week I, of sleeping on the couch. What I did so. wasn't the worst thing that happened. Um, <clears throat> one of my friends, he had the choice to do a uh, swap I can't remember what it was um, and it would be it would it would include everyone the game would include everyone or go against someone else in a game he knew that they weren't very good at for double the points which still would have put him like one point above the person in first place and he took that one and ensured that he won oh, okay that was a dick move yeah you know, so. stuff, stuff like that is that's, that's when you find out what your friends are really like and then you're like I'm, I'm almost sorry that I've had this character revelation because I respect you less now and I don't think we can ever take this back I will continue to not respect you as much as I used to that's what Nintendo does to yeah, people yeah exactly so. I've never had these Nintendo moments where I oh, really hate my friends over it you're yeah you didn't play enough right Goldeneye no no that is different I played Perfect Dark <laughs> oh I didn't hate my friends. I just knew that they were dicks. So you you would already accept it. I had already like, you know, yeah, I was well aware okay. of their dickness before that. So <laughs> that was okay. And I haven't been playing anything, but I've been catching up on old comics that I used to really like. Yeah, like what? Well, I've been reading more uh, Vampirella. I always loved, right. and I went back and read some of my old stuff, like that it got me into comics in the start. And I found out that Grant Morrison and Mark Millar wrote my favorite story that she. Yeah. That got me into comics. I was like, well, I guess I should go and start reading uh, all their stuff. Yeah, so they're great. They're yeah. really, really good. Well, I have no, don't have that much interest in reading Kick-Ass, but... Yeah, well, I can get you some better Mark Millar ones. My favorite oh, yeah. two are uh, Marvel 1985, which is basically like, <clears throat> sort of like an Amblin movie, like The yeah. Goonies, set in the 80s with a bunch of kids, except... Okay. 
they're both obsessed with comic books, and one day one of them goes by a creepy house in the neighborhood and sees Red Skull in the window. <gasps> See, and that sounds Mar- amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then all the Marvel villains come to their small town and take over the small town, and oh, they have so to go to the Marvel fun. Universe to bring all the heroes across. See, that sounds like such that, a cheesy oh, like, 80s adventure that oh, I would it's love amazing. it. amazing. It's amazing. And then he also did Superman Red Sun, which is about what would have happened if Yeah, Superman I do know about Red Sun. I'm not a huge fan of Superman, it's, though. Yeah, but this is different. Russia. This is rusty yeah, Superman. I know, it's too. And Batman uh, is a uh, Russian terrorist whose parents were killed by two of uh, corrupt people from Superman's army. Yeah. So he grew up hating Superman and painting bats all over the city as an anarchist cry. Yeah. And he turns into a terrorist, blowing up bits of like the I city. I have read some of their well, stuff. Well, fantastic. You know he still sticks with the bats. Yeah, yeah. totally, well, regardless it's, it's, of what happens. Wanted. Right, yeah. Read Wanted. Ignore the movie, but read the comic. Yeah, Wanted yeah. is good, too. Wanted is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. if you like their the two of them together... Um, there's a great one called Skrull Kill Crew. It's about a bunch of renegade teens in Scotland yeah. who go around killing people who are secretly Skrulls. Ultimate Avengers is also pretty interesting. Yeah, Civil War is pretty good, too. Yeah. Civil War, I actually know I have no interest in reading. Really? Yeah. Something about it just... But it's all Maybe the I'll work my way up. Each other. I don't know. Well, I'll bring him out for like 1985 yeah. and you'll fall in love with it and you'll understand. Yeah, yeah. okay. Actually, yeah. I've never read that. I might really? Read that. Yeah. Well, I'll bring it. I actually have been, Yeah, the thing is, I haven't read. We'll fight over it. Yeah. She'll win. I haven't read that much Marvel because when I yeah. was growing up, I read a lot of like Vertigo and Dark Horse and that kind of thing, like all image. Oh, well, were yeah, you yeah. little bit discriminating comic yeah, yeah. book? No, no, it's just that's that's what I was just drawn to at the time. My taste is so superior. That and, and, and Batman. I, like, I loved <laughs> Batman always, but it was more just I ended up growing up with like darkness and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And also, like when we were growing up, the Marvel stuff was more artist driven as opposed to writer driven. So if you were looking for stories, you weren't really going to find that in Marvel. Whereas if you're looking for kick ass splash pages, you were going for Jim Lee, whatever Jim Lee was doing. <laughs> in Marvel that month. Anywho, I think She's just should... insinuating that she was better than us because she was. No, I just didn't... I didn't really take to the Marvel Universe because Iron Man and Captain America aren't that interesting. No, no that's okay. I was more of a... They DC. weren't interesting was at more all, of a DC right? Guy. Yeah. It was more in the, It was more in the 90s when they actually... Marvel actually hired a bunch of interesting writers. That yeah, but see, before that, I, I, my, I had interactions with, like... You know, the super old 70s cartoons and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to read this stuff. So yeah, I just fair. would go for Batman, which totally I knew fair. was going to be yeah, good. And then the random stuff. I totally like, understand. Yeah. All right, you want to bring this thing home now? Yes. Well, thank you for turning in this week. Phil has to go to his baseball I do. game. Goodbye, Phil. Yeah. What's your Twitter before you leave? At that Phil Brown. Ooh, yep. Probably not close enough to the microphone. At that Phil Brown. At that Phil Brown. Yep. Make sure you follow him. And you can follow all of us on Twitter. I'm at Kicks in Chaos, K I X X E N Chaos. Cody. I'm at Cody, C-O-D-Y, underscore Orm, O-R-M-E. Wayne is real Wayne Santos. Or so I'm told. Yes, you are told. And, of course, you can call us CGM at CGM Plus, where we have uh, a lot of our writers now are just tweeting all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's Equality. great. Equality, yeah. Actually, I tweeted out a picture of, uh, was it Kasumi Ninja today? Kasumi Ninja. Kasumi Ninja, because poor Wayne and poor Tyler got stuck playing it. What is your best quote? Was, it felt like the controller was dipped in molasses and given yeah, back to you? Pretty much, yeah. I walked into the room when he said that. <laughs> it's just like, I don't ever want to play that game yeah, ever. No, it's just, yeah. Uh, Sounds horrible. Yeah. Worst fighter ever. <laughs> <laughs> that might not even be an exaggeration. That might just be the honest-to-God truth. Or non-existent supreme being truth, since you're an atheist. so right, you, can, you can leave, Phil. You don't have to stick around for all, right, all right. this. There's like two minutes, so may as well. Alright, okay, okay. You can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine as well as Google Plus, that's google.com slash little plus side CG mag online, I believe is what it is. Yes, of course. There's just too many of them sometimes. It's just like, too many. A lot of words. Also, Tumblr. Because now I've just started up putting random, awesome pictures of 
what Joe does around the office or what I find on Tumblr. So we're on Tumblr as well. Tumbling. Tumbling. Yeah, what is, I don't know the no. uh, phrasing yet for Tumblr. I was like, I retumbled. What Let's does that mean? It, we'll just call it Tumbling. I retumbled? I think it's actually just reblogging, but it's not as interesting. Yeah, retumbled. Yeah, retumbled. I tumbled. Also, we have a very interesting exclusive response uh, with the me equality guy. Yes, we do. Tell Um, us about it, Cody. He, uh, his name's Ty. Starts with an M. I I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm really sorry, Ty. Um, For, uh, I I talked to him about me equality, which is a really cool um, kind of movement that was starting because of uh, Tamadachi life not allowing same-sex marriage. Um, Equal so rights in the to... Nintendo universe, essentially, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I got a cool interview with him, and I got uh, a response that was, uh, you know, unique for us. You're not going to see that anywhere else but here. So check that out so at cgmagonline.com and look for the big me-quality image. Exactly. For me-quality rights. Me-quality. I'm just going to walk around saying me-quality Me-quality. Me-quality. And of course, we have interesting videos of just people around the office playing some amazing games. Soon, the Jaguar one will be up, and you can hear all of Wade's wonderful one-liners not, about how awful it was. I, I don't understand why you guys keep saying that. It's like I'm, just, I'm sorry. The controller was that, dipped in molasses to give it back to you. It's, it's pretty not good. That witty. It's just like oh my god, people actually paid money for this. Think, uh, At one point, they yeah. told themselves repeatedly, "I'm having fun." Yep, <laughs> having fun. Saturday Night Slam Masters is up there now. Yes, Saturday Night yeah. Slam Masters is up there now. We also have a bunch of top five lists. Top five beta games, top yes. five 3DS games, top five Spider-Man games. I can't believe you found five, but, you know, no, whatever. None of which were written by anybody who knows what they're talking about in those fields. Hey. Okay, no, that's not true. They're five. Are you just are. disqualifying all our writers of yeah. knowledge? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like that a tiger. Hurt. I've never played a video game before, and I'm a journalist and illiterate, so you know, I'm not qualified to be here. Don't worry, Wayne, yeah, Wayne's definitely not qualified. Yeah, he's only here because he's the cream. Top yeah. five Spider-Man games would be so easy. I can do five right now. Really? Yeah, definitely. The top Ma- five, Maximum not worst Car- five? Maximum Carnage. That was, that was all, number one. That's Ultimate it. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. <laughs> and, um... Oh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Any of them. That doesn't count as a Spider-Man game. He's in them. That, that doesn't that count. That doesn't count. You're taking liberty. You're just, those are just games that have Spider-Man liberty. Okay, well, I can do a top three easily. <laughs> that's, that's how it started. I was like, oh, oh wait a minute. Three. I'm going to put in more. the Spider-Man PlayStation game. Forgot that one. So now I'm only four. So now my fifth one is going to be a combination Marvel vs. Capcom and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, <laughs> which totally works. I'm going to have you do a top five list very soon, Fine, Phil. do it. I have something. I will find something. Sounds great. All right, then. I'll do top five Batman games. That's going to be hard. That, that's no, that's easy. not. That is super easy. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Batman Returns for NES, Super NES, uh, Batman uh, the Animated Series for Super NES, and Batman Revenge of the Joker. See, I got to go with the Batman the Animated Series for the Genesis. Are they, well, they're I mean, different. Same, no, they're not. They're different. Right? One's a, the, the one for the Genesis is like a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a little bit, it's harder and it's different. Really? It's made for the Genesis. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't realize right. they're different. I will bring it in. Intrigue Games Thursday. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll see you again next week. Bye.